Purpose. This is episode number 112. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all the socials everywhere at flores.run. Uh, hope you are having a great week so far. Uh, past week has been crazy. Past couple weeks have been a little crazy uh, over here. Um, I took some time away, obviously, the last few weeks to, to process everything. If you remember the last episode I did uh, with Marin, we had this uh, this conversation about me losing my job. Um, it happened right before our conversation that I had with her. So recorded that episode a few days afterwards and just really needed some time to kind of separate from it. And then uh, just crazy timing um, with it all because then I was going into Boston. But with the actual... Uh, layoff situation, everything that's going on there. It was just really crazy timing. I posted this on the socials um, when I was talking about it, but it's just this idea that I I released the uncertainty episode and then literally the next day found out this, inf- this news, right? And because of it, it was like, wait a second, am I going to, uh, am I going to start taking my own advice here? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I wrote a post um, on LinkedIn, like I said, and, and actually ended up getting featured in an article uh, with LinkedIn talking about recent tech layoffs and that sort of thing. Um, and it was really probably the most relevant episode I've ever done, maybe specifically for me. Hopefully you found something from it as well. But it was just just the timing of just absolutely crazy. And then, you know, having the conversation with Mara and talking about rules and the, and the things that we tell ourselves and the limits that we put on ourselves. It really was just a, a lot of reflection uh, in that episode, both the uncertainty and, and the one about rules. Um, and I'm just so thankful for for those opportunities to come up and those conversations to be had. If you haven't listened to either one of those episodes, <clears throat> I recommend it. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn on things because you guys know I'm usually not like that. Uh, but those two episodes I thought were really, really good in breaking down some things. And maybe just because it hit a little more personally close to home, uh, that it just felt like it, um, I don't know, like it, like it just fit, but yeah, things have been crazy even since then. Uh, like I said, uh, ran the Boston marathon with team BMC, the Boston medical center. Uh, there's still time to donate to that fundraiser. If you're interested, I'll have the link in the show notes. Um, but it was just a next level experience. I can't even explain it yet. I I've started to write notes for my race recap. I'll post that on the socials once I'm done, but there's just so much, so much there. Such an amazing experience. The crowds were, were nothing like I've ever experienced before, even with Chicago and New York, other world majors and Berlin, even, um, just nothing like I've expected. Now that I think about it, it's technically rained. Did it rain in Chicago? I can't remember if it rained in Chicago because if it did, that means it rained in every single world major I've done. I don't think it did though. I think it was hot that day. I don't know how to think about it, but yeah, it was just a crazy experience. And then being a part of team BMC, I got a ton of extra cheers uh, with the whole charity group. The, the city definitely comes alive and definitely supporting those uh, that, you know, may not have qualified, but had an option to, to run and, and raise some money for great causes in their community. And yeah, it's just, it's just next level. I mean, it, I think it tops New York as my favorite one overall. I think it's still early to say, but I think it may top as, as my most favorite marathon that I've done to date, which says a lot because I've done, you know, a handful of them as we've talked about previously. But yeah, there's just so much that's happened in the last few weeks and I'm just excited to kind of get back into it. Uh, the, uh, the topic today 
you know, I have with the whole job situation, I've had a little more, uh, free time, <laughs> if we'll call it that. Um, well, in theory it's free time because applying for jobs has taken a lot of time. It's like a full-time job doing that, but I've just been getting back into kind of reading and just kind of being, you know, being in the moment and just seeing kind of what's going on here. And, you know, most people would kind of love this opportunity of like having some space and some freedom you know, finally being able just to sit around and do nothing or play video games or whatever the case may be. But for me, this is absolute torture. (laughs) I am not a fan of just sitting around. It's just not how I'm wired, I guess. It's just, I always feel like I have to be doing something. You know, over the last few years, it's become very apparent to me that I really like to be busy. You know, whether it was leading the team that I previously led, you know, I would be doing my normal job, but then I'd do a little extra, not because someone made me or because I felt like I had to, it's because I was invested in it. And it's like, Hey, this is a good thing. I'm I'm like jumping in head first or even involved with church or something like getting all the way in. And how can I support every single way? Just, just to fill up every second of every day, you know, it's not necessarily tasks that are, uh, kind of time wasting, but I need to be producing something. So it's like involving in church, involving these things, you know, things around the house, whether it's the podcast, photo video, there's a lot of things that, that I like to fill my time with. And it really is anything that shows that I'm kind of adding to the world. Right. Um, but in this whole situation, hindsight came over work, came this issue where I was kind of working too much in a way almost that I had a, a sense of identity that my value was only in the things that I did or in the things that I was producing. Obviously that is not a healthy place to be. And, and I'm just being honest in this situation of, of right now, how this is all played out of how I've realized where I put that value in being busy or being able to produce things and almost putting that as my, my personal value, Right. You know, and right now that that's shifted a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm doing some schoolwork, which has helped with uh, covering some time, um, played some games, kind of just, you know, nuanced things, just getting back to just things that I enjoy. Um, but then there also have been times where I find myself just kind of like dozing off or staring off into space just blindly, like what's going on over there? And, and really feeling as though I'm not contributing to, to something greater than this, you know, sitting, feel like I'm just sitting around, even though I'm spending a ton of time applying for jobs and doing other things, it still just feels like I'm not contributing to anything because I'm not putting anything out there. And I, I just don't like it. There's not a better way to say this, but it's, it's this thought process of when did the idea of being busy become a default mode? When did it become my default mode of having to be busy every single day? I'm reading this book right now uh, about hurry. And it's funny how these things uh, kind of just fall into place, right? Just like the podcast on uncertainty, um, this idea of, of hurry or being rushed is kind of flooding my mind right now to refocus. Saying, why am I jumping from thing to thing pushing from the next step to the next step, going through life super fast like this and not really, and really just hurrying or rushing through things and not necessarily focusing on it. You know, we all spend so much time trying to fill our days with so many things, fill that calendar, if you will, that we end up exhausted and feeling like 
we need rest, right? So then we plan vacations that we then have jam packed with this thing, this thing, mow here, go there, go there, see this, do that. And then when we get home, we feel like we need a vacation from the vacation we just had. And then we go back into our never ending to-do list, right? This is just a cycle that goes back and forth. And really what it comes down to is we're just rushing through everything. We're hurrying through things. We're, we're over, over scheduling, over committing to things. And I think what we really need to do is just slow down. I'll say it again. We need to slow down. Just saying it slower feels weird. I feel the tension in it, right? Like, what's going on? What are you, like, let's speed it up. We got things to do. I'm finishing my run or I'm on my drive. You need to hurry up this podcast, right? But it's, we just need to, to slow down. And there are so many talks, so many topics that I've talked about that kind of align to this idea of, of slowing down. Right, which makes it funny because what's what's happening is I'm basically not listening to my own advice. I'm saying all the things, you know, it's probably one of those, you know, do as I say, not as I do type situations, but I need to be getting to the do to be that that example. But if we think about topics such as being intentional, right? Being in the moment, creating margin, reframing, all of these things require us to slow down. See, when we slow down, we can regain control of our lives and the things that we do daily, right? We do a lot of things just out of habit, just doing it the same old way, going through the same motions, doing the same thing day in and day out. But when we slow down, we can regain control and really understand the why behind the things that we're doing, right? You know, we hear a lot of times about how much time we don't have. Right. Oh, I, I would do that, but I, I just don't have enough time. Like there's so many things that I have to get done. I don't have time. I just need to do this. And I said, you, I said, you want to get a real smack in the face, you know, check your phone usage to see how much time you spend on your phone or computer. You know, check that screen time. If you have uh, an Apple device checking that screen time, it's been a huge eye opener for me, especially when I say I don't have time to do things. And then I noticed last week I spent seven hours on Instagram that's just, there's my time. There's seven hours. You know how many things you can do in seven hours? And, but I did it just scrolling, scrolling through, swiping through, checking the next reel, doing the whatever. I think the screen time is an important thing, but the other thing that is a crazy metric, I think is the, uh, the pickups message. I don't know if they do it on Android and stuff like that, but I know on iOS there's a, uh, when you pick it up, it tells you how many times you pick up your phone and unlock it. But then it also tells you the first thing you open when you unlock it. So this shows how often we're, we're reaching for these little computers in our pockets when we need to fill some free time, quote unquote. <clears throat> and then from there, it tells us the first app that, that grabs our attention. That's our default mode. We go right to this thing, what's right to the thing. Luckily, mine is mostly messages because people are sending messages. So that makes sense. But even then, it's how many times, why am I picking up the phone 90, 100, 200 times a day for what? Why am I having to reach that to fill a time instead of just sitting in the quiet, slowing down and just sitting in the quiet? You know, between that, the pickups and the time that we spend on app, it really shows where we spend our free time that just adds to our rushed lives. I bring this up uh, because when we say we don't have time, but we yet, yet we spend it on relatively useless things, right? Spending the time there then causes that we uh, causes the things that we feel like we should be doing to not be able to get done. 
because we don't have the time, right? And then we rush through everything else because we didn't properly add the margin in our lives or was using that time for things that we shouldn't have been. So now we're playing, okay, now I've got less time. Now I've got to rush through this. But if I would have properly uh, allowed the time for the things I needed to do, we wouldn't be in this rush situation, right? This idea of just planning and organizing and prioritizing work is really what it comes down to. But if we think about this idea of us rushing through things, it's understanding the symptoms behind why we're rushing it. It's this idea of us needing to fill every void, to to pick up the phone every single time or to not just sit in a space. How many times are you sitting like, or standing in line somewhere, maybe standing in line at the grocery store? I've gotten a lot better about this, but I see this all the time. And it's like a social experiment for me now. I see how long it is until someone takes out their phone and not to to text someone or to call someone to say, Hey, I've got all the groceries or Hey, do you need anything else? It's really like it instantly pull up Instagram, TikTok, pull up the news, whatever. Cause you can't be there for 45 seconds, just in the moment being around what's going on. And that just shows the, the actual problem that we have, right? Or we get into this idea of we have this rushed lifestyle needing to fill our days because we want people to know we're important, right? We fill our calendars because of full calendar. That means it must mean we have a lot of things to do, which must mean I'm super important and, you know, people need to know how important I am. But how many times we're just saying yes to things to just fill that void? How many times are we actually even saying no to things, whether it's a social event, um, another activity, another project, you know, things that in, in and of themselves are not inherently bad. But then when we say we're so busy because we can't do anything else, we keep adding things to our own calendar. We then start hedging the important things and the important people in our lives to make room for all of these other things that we can't say no to and we should be saying no to. FOMO is a real problem. We've talked about that on a few episodes before. This idea that we have to be involved in everything because I can't miss out on whatever the situation is. And because of that, it's causing us to be rushed more and more in our day-to-day lives. We don't want to miss out on the next thing, so we figure out a way to make it work. I don't want to look like the bad employee, so I figure out a way to make it work. I say yes and then figure out how it's going to happen later. Now, I understand there's certain circumstances where things you kind of have to do that in, in work situations, possibly, or even personal situations of, hey, there's a time crunch. We need to prioritize things differently. The, that should be the exception, not the rule. That shouldn't be how we go through every day in life. Pushing all of these things where everything is super urgent. We have to do it. I say this all the time. I would say at the office, don't have an office right now. Uh, I say this all the time of if everything is a priority, nothing is a priority. So why are we pushing this into our lives, rushing through everything, hurrying through everything as though it's going to solve the problem, as though once we get through all these things, then we'll have the rest. Then we won't be rushed anymore. Then we won't be hurried anymore. No, the history shows you're just going to find something else. You're going to find something else to fill that that spot. And that's exactly what happens to our lives. We say, hey, if I get through this, I'll be fine. It's like, no, once you get through this, you're going to hit the next thing. And the next thing is going to put you right back there. So we, we do so much that we can't even get real rest because when we lay in bed at the end of the day, all we can do is think and worry about what the next packed day looks like. 
And oh yeah, yeah. The one thing that I forgot to also do today that I need to add to my to-do list, or maybe I'll just do it now. Maybe I'll just get out of bed. I'll just do it real quick. It'll be fine. I get on my computer two hours later and here we go. Right. I think there, there's so many avenues I could go with this topic and I'm sure I'm bouncing all the way around. So I apologize for that. But I think it really comes to this point that we are rushed in our day to day and it's our own damn fault. We can control that. We can control our response in these situations to, to eliminate hurry and being rushed as a part of our lives. So when a situation comes up like mine, you know, it forces us to assess the situation, realize, I quickly realized that I was putting my value in being busy. How being busy and rushing from one thing to the other had me missing out on the important things in life. Building relationships, focusing on self-well-being. Too worried about being Uh, too busy being worried about the next thing and how much I can accomplish that I lost sight of the big picture. Being busy has become our default as a society. And when that is, is taken from us, we don't know how to react in it. Busy being our default, when we no longer have that busy, we don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my time. I don't know what to handle in this situation because, and that just shows that there is a problem here. We shouldn't win situations and I hope no one else has to face situations like I'm in now, but this helps you see, Hey, wait a second. Things may not be aligned properly. If I'm feeling this way about something such as rest. Now, obviously there's the the aspect of being financially sound and making sure that you're, you're set up. I'm not saying, Hey, quit your job and enjoy all of your rest. But in a situation like mine, where I have the ability to actually sit and rest and to to take uh, the necessary steps, whatever means, whatever is going to come next, why am I worried about rest being the biggest issue? Not being busy. Why does that seem like it's the biggest issue? But again, when that's our default, when busy is our default and it gets taken away from us, we do not know how to react in that situation. But I think there is a very simple solution. And remember, simple doesn't mean that it's easy. It's just simple. We just need to refocus, reframe, take inventory, however you want to call it. We need to understand where we are spending our time and why. Why are we spending our time on the things that we're spending it on? We need to say no to some things. No, thank you. We need to say goodbye to some relationships. We are so used to wearing ourselves thin, running on empty, looking for anything else to lift us up, even if it's just for a moment. We fill our schedules with different items, different activities, involve ourselves in so many things, just looking for that little bit of... uh, positivity, I guess. I don't know. That's not the right word, but we're, we're looking for something to build us up. But what if we became less rushed, just added margin back into our lives just to be, instead of rushing through every little thing, allowing space for us to be and to grow in that? How much better could we do 
and B, if we actually gave ourselves permission to do less. You can reach out to me everywhere on social media at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. Uh, Super helpful. Thank you for everyone that already has done that. Check out Hangry Gear, wearehangry.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time. See you next week.